Hi, this is the Manifest More Podcast, and I'm your host, Don Maynard. Hello, welcome back. Or if you're first time here, thank you for being here. Today's episode, I'm going to share a story or begin with sharing a story um, about a retreat I went on. So this retreat was with Gabby Bernstein um, and it was in Stockbridge, Massachusetts at the Caprali Yoga Center. My girlfriend Diana and I, we booked this retreat together for our birthdays and we were so excited about it. It was such a fun adventure trip. I think it was about four, it's like a three night um, yoga retreat there, which I thought was going to be yoga just because it was at a yoga <laughs> Um, but it was more about healing really. Um, and Gabby, she was promoting her book, the universe has your back, which at the time I was obsessed with this book. Um, I'd read it about, I I mean, I don't even know how many times I've read it now. I definitely more than four. Um, I have the hard copy. She actually got to sign it when I got to meet her there. I have it on audible and on my Kindle. It's such a good, easy read, informative, helpful, uh, the book is great. So if you haven't read that book, definitely put that on your list, grab it. Okay. So enough about that. So what happened to me at the retreat, it was the last day and there was this lady that raised her hand to ask a question. Well, she shared a story about losing her two husbands and it was, I mean, the stories were super sad. She was emotional. Um, it, it was really sad. And Gabby let her know that they were both there and it was like they're this bro team there's one on each side of her and they're both like excited and rooting for her and I just you saw her spirit change and she got happy and I mean this went on for a while I almost felt like a reading um but it, it was just a beautiful thing to witness and I mean it felt like a, a miracle was happening in that moment for this lady and she asked her, Gabby asked the lady if she would like to receive some healing. And she said, yes. Gabby goes, raise both of your hands up in the air. So she raises her hands up in the air. And she played this beautiful song that I'd never heard at the time. Um, now I listen to it all the time. It's Rama Dasa. And this song, uh, and it is, it's beautiful. So um, she, she asked us all to sing along. And so we're singing the song and tears are just flowing down this lady's face. Um, and then she says, if anyone else wants healing, put your hands up. OMG. Oh, like it felt like someone just took my left wrist and pulled it up as fast as they could. And it felt like someone had their hand around my, my left wrist and it felt effortless. It was just there. I'm like, this is really weird. So I decided to put up my right hand to see if it felt, you know, like the same sensation. So it didn't, it was a lot of effort to hold up my right hand. And I remembered someone telling me once that spirit comes in to your left hand and then you, you send it, you send energy out your right and tears just like came over me. And, um, yeah, I really just felt like there was a guide or something was there holding my hand up for me. Um, and then all of a sudden a very strong, vivid image, like it was 
so it felt real the image was so strong um of yogi bihan he is a well-known kundalini teacher and that came from um india over to america to teach yoga um i think in the 60s so he was sitting directly across a table like his hands like stacked on top of one another leaning up on the table um and he's looking at me directly in the face and he says get out of your own way and i'm like whoa what does this mean um so the session ended um we were leaving that day and on the drive back to the airport so it was uh, i want to say make two or three hour drive back to the airport um i think we flew into boston so um i looked up the song ramadasa um to play and when i looked it up it said it was created by yogi behind i was like oh my gosh this is getting crazier <laughs> um and so this happened it was 2017 and i've been on this internal journey to figure out what did he exactly mean by this and i felt like i kind of knew like get out of your own way from doing you know like do more of this work that you should be doing um or something along those lines like is what i was thinking and i still um i was constantly just trying to figure out like what specifically did this mean and i would randomly think about and felt like i was getting closer and closer to what he meant well i feel like i finally truly got it um well, all right. So in February, almost a year ago now, I went through Kathy Heller's course called Abundant Ever After. And she really helped me gain courage to put myself out there more on social media, going live and, you know, with all the things that I do. She's like, people will not know what you do unless you put yourself out there by sharing what you do. So that was one of the things that she said that really um, encouraged me and helped me to do this podcast. Um go live on social media, just start sharing what I do, um, more. And so I started, you know, going live on social media, sharing meditations and just the things that have helped me along my, my journey, just sharing all this information. And right, so then what I began to notice is that if I took inspired action immediately, and I did not get in my head with things such as worried about what people would think or like when I'm live, like what I look like before I go and record the video. Uh, if I don't get caught up in that self-sabotage, self-talk, and then I am able to share the message, um, you know, authentically. And it's kind of like getting in the zone <laughs> is what it feels like. And I'm... I started realizing that I was beginning to remove the self and making it about others and not about me. Um, and I mean, it took a lot of work. I mean, I still have to do that. Um, and I, I'm more, now I'm aware of it and I work through it. Um, I know that a lot of times it's like, if I have the thought to share a message, I just need to do it instantly. Um, and a mantra that at the time I was using a lot because I just heard it was, uh, when you're in your head, you're dead. I learned that from Tony Robbins. I heard him say it and I was like, oh, that is genius. And so 
I would tell myself that or I still will sometimes, you know, tell myself that and help, help yourself to get out of your head. Um, and making going, you know, just going back to making it about others. So, um, and then the next thing that awakened me even more to what this meaning was for me, um, about getting out of my own way was from a book called trust your vibes by Sonia Choquette, which, uh, Orly, my friend from the previous episode shared this book with me. If you haven't heard that episode, it's amazing. You have to check her out. Um, she said, so the Sonia Shaquette said, if your spirit leads things, no, if you are in spirit or if you are spirit led, things run peacefully. Think about that. And then if it is ego driven, there is usually a struggle or a fight. And that is how you can tell who is running the show. Even the feelings in your body are different when spirit is leading the way. You know, usually like if you were in spirit with spirit, you are um, being led by your inner guidance system. And it's when you are in that place, your body's relaxed, you're calm, you breathe easily, effortlessly, deeply. Your mind is quiet. You're really present and in the moment. And more than likely, you're feeling really happy and you're just able to go with the flow easily. There's no resistance, right? In contrast, when your ego is running the show, your body tenses up, even unconsciously, starts bracing for the worst, your muscles contract, your jaw sets, breathing becomes shallower, and you disconnect from others. I mean, that that's like an instant disconnecting from others that you're going inward and you're just um, clinging on to everything. Um, and she, she named that, I love, I love this, TBS tight butt syndrome. <laughs> and it's because it's so true. When ego sets in, your butt tenses up, your hips lock up, and then you have a fake smile opposed to a real one. So pay attention the next time that you feel like all that tension is happening. And I think even just saying I have tight butt syndrome right now can make you laugh and relax, remind you to return back to the breath. Um, I love that. So, and then at the end of this episode, I'm going to share some other techniques and tools you can use too to help with um, retraining your ego. The ego likes to throw up a sudden energetic barrier between you and the other people about being heard or found out about, so no one can get close. The truth is, ego is trying to protect us and take care of us, but it fails miserably because it's not capable of leading well. Your spirit, by contrast, is a natural leader. So this really awakened me a little more as to what this meant about getting out of my own way. All right, and then the final aha I had was being reminded about the story behind the baby elephant syndrome. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard this story, but when a baby elephant is held in captivity, the elephant trainer ties a rope or chain from its ankle to a tree. At first, the baby elephant tries to get away, but the tree is stronger and the baby elephant fails every time. Eventually, the baby elephant grows up and stops struggling, just like gives up, right? From this, some scars are grooved in the brain. 
Samskara is a term we use in yoga that means habitual thought patterns that over time, with repetition, weave grooves in the brain. Now, this is formed in the baby elephant's subconscious mind. It is conditioned to believe that it will never be strong enough to break free. And when the baby elephant grows up and is actually big enough to break free, it won't even try because it's still trapped inside its mental cage. Like those samskara grooves are so deeply ingrained in him or her and that it believes this now. It has this belief system and it holds on to this for the rest of its life. The elephant's infant experiences continue to place limitations on its present behavior. What the elephant learned as a baby continues to stay with it throughout its life. Despite the fact that it's not the case at all, right? We all know an elephant's strength that it could easily, as it grows up and it gets big, that it could easily rip this chain off the tree out of a stake or whatever it's tied to. But it's stuck. And, you know... Us humans are a lot like the elephants, and we often stay stuck in a receptive pattern. But we also have the ability to break free. Once we are made aware, we can choose not to accept the false boundaries and limitations created by our past. So, I don't know, like, hearing that story, I hope it makes you really think about maybe some of your belief systems that you were given um that you're kind of stuck in and try to break free in some way you know for me um that story was like all of a sudden it hit me I'm holding my own self back um I'm setting up my own inner beliefs and this is another way that I'm getting in my own way um so I I think it's not just one thing right where you we get in our own way um and so what I, what I really began to notice is that when I meditate or just take a moment to calm the mind, become aware of the breath, I'm able to get out of my way or me or my, or my ego and be with spirit, my inner guidance system. So that's what I try to, I always try to do that before I do a podcast, I meditate, um, before I post anything, um, you know, there's, a, a Oh gosh, I don't remember the name of this book, but um, in the book, the girl said that her mom always taught her to ask herself, you know, if is what I'm about to say um, valuable to those around me? Um, so I try to think about that too. And, you know, so maybe think about where in your life are you stuck in old thought patterns? Are you self-sabotaging? What can you do to take a courageous step at something? It could be as small as going to the movies alone, going to a new workout class, or go live on social media, which is, that's, it's so tough. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the story. And um, I want to share now with you what the Ramadasa means the song Ramadasa Se So Hong. It's one of the major mantras that we chant in Kundalini Yoga. And it's translated to sun, moon, earth, infinity. All that is an infinity, I am thee. Um it is the infinite spirit to bring deep healing. So there's look it up. Um there's a few versions 
and it's it's beautiful and then you can also like i like to meditate to it too not even just like having it playing to sing along to but um closing my eyes and using it as a meditation uh, all right here's some tools that i want to leave you with one of the things with that that the type butt syndrome um when you notice that go ahead and just like squeeze everything really really tight and then exhale and try to release and with an exhale the ha breath is we we use that in yoga and it's a, it's a big nice release that happens um, and then just start to notice like even just with that breath how much release you get from going um, and do that a few times and what's happening is as you're tightening everything up and then that that release happens this muscle contraction followed by the release drains the tension out of your body it frees your jaw opens your heart and it tunes you back into your spirit I usually do that at the end of every yoga class. If I'm teaching, um, before we go into Savasana, I have everybody ball up into a ball on the mat, even like closing their eyes, squeezing the facial features and hold everything really tight. And I use my bells or my bowl and I make the nice, beautiful sound as they release out the mouth with a and let everything go. I think it also signifies to, um, it's like letting the brain no, I, I like to share with like when you're all tensed up, that, that emotion happens, right? That's an emotional response to go really tense. And then you're, you're signifying to the body and to the brain what it feels like to finally let go. Um, and that's the state we want to try to be in. Um, uh, you know, even, even thing this was one that I got from that book, uh, trust your vibes. She said that you can do this. Um, re, you can train your ego. If you just go into the movies, find a movie that has like a calm character in it. And as you're watching the movie, pretend to be the calm character in the movie. I've never heard that. I thought that was genius. Um, because I cannot watch, like I, I, about 10 years, 12 years ago, I quit watching anything that had um, murder or just any type of scary, terrible movie. I do not watch um, because I don't want that in my subconscious. Um, I try to only watch things that are documentary like um, that are helpful um, or funny. <laughs> and then um, but I, I, I liked that idea. So you could pretend to be the character and then your ego is starting because your ego doesn't know a difference if it's you or not when we're visualizing and you know that <clears throat> I teach that in the dream board workshops and then uh let's see the tension buster that, so you'll squeeze everything tight for 10 seconds and release squeeze everything tight for 10 seconds and release and do it and then you'll like you can wiggle, shake your hands and your arms out really, really hard. Like that's getting all that energy going and out. And then that <sighs> breath. So there's a few tools for you that I hope could help you. I think those are great for someone that carries anxiety or if you're in a panic state as well. Especially the ha breath. Ugh, I do. I still utilize that a lot. So... Yeah, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And, you know, I hope that you would share my episodes or my podcast um, with anyone that you think would benefit. Thank you. Bye.